Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, another episode of Public Speaking Tips on the Public Speakers Podcast. This is going to be part three of our methods for delivery for public speaking. And this part is going to go over the memorized method, how you can use the memorized method, what it is, and how it can be helpful and sometimes not helpful in public speeches. So if you're interested in learning about what the memorized method is, stay tuned. So the memorized style of public speaking method of delivery. So again, as a preface, even if you don't implement any of these styles in your life, which, you know, at one point, if you're watching these videos, you probably will just in different occasions and scenarios and situations that you're in. Um, it is still important to know all the different terminologies and, and, and methods associated with the art of public speaking. Part of getting better at public speaking is being able to recognize the different nuances of different ways of speaking, even if you're not going to be doing those specific things. Um, so it's still important to be able to understand the different methods. The memorized style is a style of speaking that is when the manuscript, or, which is basically what you're saying, your speech, is committed to memory and then recited to the audience verbatim. And verbatim means word for word. So this is a type of style that is actually very similar to a uh, manuscript, although you're not reading off a teleprompter or someone passing you notes. Uh, you have to memorize everything in word for word and then recite it. So where is the memorized style of delivery actually used in today's day? The first one we're gonna talk about are actors. So actually due to like copyright laws, actors have to recite what they're saying word for word on a stage or in a TV show or uh, wherever else like you're acting and that is being telecasted or broadcasted somewhere. Uh, so actors, you, you know, your favorite actors, to be honest, are, are, do a lot of public speaking, right? There's an entire set, there's a crew, there's cameras everywhere, and they have to act. They have to publicly speak in some manner, even if they're not literally speaking, uh, to an audience and you know to to their people that to the people that they're acting with. So actors are one of the sets of groups of people that have to memorize a script or a manuscript verbatim, word for word, and then execute it while they're acting. Another group of people are high school debaters or competitive debaters. So this is true to some extent. Debaters don't always have to memorize their speeches, and I did debate when I was in high school, but it is helpful when you memorize certain parts of it. So a lot of times your speeches will have to be adapted to what your opponent is saying because your opponent won't always say the same thing, which means what you say has to change because you're responding to what your opponent says. However, there are elements of it that will usually be consistent, which means if you know the specific parts of it that are consistent and then can execute those parts verbatim because you've memorized it, that's when it becomes super helpful. The other people who do memorize styles of speeches to some extent are stand-up comedians. Uh, now, stand-up comedians is a lot more, or stand-up comedy is a lot more impromptu, uh, and it's less super, super memorized, but the punchlines of what you say usually are memorized. I remember one time I saw Trevor Noah on stage and I had watched some of his old YouTube stand-up videos before and he was saying pretty much the same jokes and these were videos from like years ago, right? So like a lot of the same jokes in the punchline pretty much exist on every level, no matter uh, where they are. And that's pretty interesting to understand. The reason for why a lot of these are true is probably simply because uh, the public speaker or the comedian in this instance knows the specific words for a punchline that will get the reaction from the audience that they want. So that usually has to be memorized and then the execution of it can be a little bit different, but usually the words that actually get the reaction that you want are the ones that are memorized and that's the style that they delivered it. So where can you use the memorized style of speech? Um, I think there's a couple of ways. A, it's if you know you have a relatively uh, short speech, it's always better to not read off a paper or read off something, but just execute it and focus on how you deliver it. So if you can memorize it in the short time, then you would memorize it then. 
The second place would be that if you're touring or you're constantly going and giving the same speech at multiple arenas, this would be like a public speaker who's doing a lot of keynotes, so this would be like a comedian, things of that nature, um, you would be executing the same speech, so it's important to memorize at least a general outline of what you're trying to say, and then the execution of it can vary differently in different scenarios. In terms of like giving classroom presentations, uh, I think it's always effective if you you know memorize what you have to say. And I don't want to use memorize in a negative connotation because a lot of times I think the education system, particularly in the United States, forces students to memorize and then regurgitate information. And that's not really what public speaking should be, right? It's not just memorizing and regurgitating it because the regurgitation of it should be a method of delivery that captivates your audience's attention and is fun and enjoyable and actually allows you to interact with your audience. The memorization of it, I think, should be a rough outline of what you want to say, and then the execution of it should be memorized in specified locations, but the entirety of it probably shouldn't be word for word. Now, there may be some scenarios where it does have to be word for word, and I've had history class presentations where I've had to present on specific things in the past, and you usually want to get those dates and those historical uh, nuances correctly, which means you would memorize them word for word, but in other scenarios, it's just a question of just memorizing what needs to be memorized, understanding it, internalizing it so it doesn't feel like you're just stuffing the information, but actually understanding the concepts, and then it's a lot more easier to execute when you have to actually give a public speech or a presentation.